Bangers and hash. Room temp recorded. Welcome back. They the couch potatoes. Trust me. I don't. <laughs> I don't trust anybody right now. It's part of ADHD. No. I actually found that out. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, I think it was ADHD where it's like you have trust issues. Well, like, like with it's it's the little things. Yeah. Like it's like um you know I'm just gonna you know double check that. Well, okay, for this perf- this perfectly fine example that you yeah. have, I'm going to check that you put the right microphone on so that we don't get crappy audio recording. I Even just though I, I just sure. checked, and I said I checked, and then hey. you said, to be fair, I did say, go ahead and check, because I don't even trust myself. And honestly, <laughs> I only have one microphone at home that it, my computer's mm. even connected to. Yeah. I always check. There's no, fucking, <laughs> there's no fucking way it's going to switch to any other microphone, but I'm always just like, is it on the right microphone? That's funny. And I pull it up and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's good. Welcome back. This is... To uh, the couch. Yeah. You already yeah. said that. Um, he's he's the faceless Leon. Do and do that they, screen? yes, okay. are the green traveler from Gorsh. Oh. And this is... Bangers and Hash, a podcast about movies and TV that we've been watching separately, and it is also now a game show, Yes, and we throw pitches at each other, like, you know, like- Baseball. I guess so. Um, Cricket. (laughs) Cricket, yeah, the cricket. We're bowling it. They can bounce a little bit. Yeah, we're bowling pitches instead. So- I actually understand a little bit of how cricket works, and it's fascinating. Because of Game Grumps? No, well, no, uh, it's because of this guy I follow who does baseball stuff, started doing cricket stuff by chance, and he explained how cricket works, and I'm just like, and he did so in like baseball terms, so I got all the terms wrong. Oh, but, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, it was. he, he explained it, and I was like, that's really interesting, and the Game Grumps there did play it. There is so many ways to be out. Yeah, It's yeah. ridiculous. There's yeah. like, like, 52 or something like that. I can't remember. There's a lot. But, I mean, it, it's pretty straightforward for the most part. Like, <laughs> I get it. At yeah, least. but, like, the 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 numbers that they decided yeah. for the different, like, rules of the game are ridiculous. <laughs> like, There's stats to them, I'm sure. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So, somewhere. Some yeah. Well, like, I, I no, I think, like, it was just a game that they were playing. It's like, we should make rules to this, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Barry, you can't do that. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What do you mean I can't do that? Show me where the rules are. Hold well, no, on, I'm going to write it down real quick. <laughs> Barry can no longer... <laughs> and yeah, you go through the rules of cricket. There's all this archaic stuff. I actually watched a documentary on it one time, too. Oh, my God. That was about... It was about sports... It was hosted by Stephen Fry, but nice. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> Stephen Fry's Cricket. Yeah. And it could have been about cricket, now that I think about it. Because it, there's been, like, a refusion in it. There's a... I don't remember what they call it, but it's basically quick cricket now. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, cricket can go on for a long time. Right, yeah. Traditionally, yeah. yes, it can. It can go on But days. quick... Quick tr- cricket has become like an international favorite. Yeah, yeah, it's it's getting more popular. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but 
Maybe that's a sport I can get into. Uh, hey, hey. Maybe I'm just white enough. Not that the people playing it are white. There's like all no, sorts yeah. of people. There's playing. a lot of people. All sorts we just of wanted people. to bring it back terrible. around. Uh, we're playing a game of our own. Yeah. yeah we we're, create games. Yeah. So we're going to uh, pitch shows at each other. That's what we're pitching. You're getting rid of and, this. Okay. You do that. And uh, to decide who goes first, we usually roll. Rollies. And rollies, yeah. And this time, it's a D8. D8. So, For those who don't understand, that means a dice that has eight sides. Yes. Oh, snap. Yeah, they got an eight. Eight, baby. And I got a two. That means I go first, right? Yep, you go first. Which you get one to do I want first. to go first? So, this is how the game works. Uh, we're going to take turns pitching shows at each other. We get five minutes each. If the other person decides, yeah, I'll check I, I'll check that out sometime, then uh, the person pitching gets a mash. Yeah, and uh, the person with the most mashes wins. wins. And if it's a tie, it goes out tie, to you all. Yeah, but did anybody like actually comment uh, on that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had one person comment, and they said, we tied. Oh. And so it didn't help yeah, at all. that didn't help at all. So I think <laughs> that we should come up with a tiebreaker. We just have a running total right now. Yeah. I think it should be something like... It's 3v3 uh, right now. Three points for each. Three points for each. Okay, That's well, all right. How time. about the winner of the next game yeah. gets two? It doesn't really matter who wins. No. We just decided that this was a more fun way to present this show. So I, we hope you enjoy it. Oh, please love it. Uh, this is also a Patreon-exclusive show. We're sharing this episode with you because uh, it has a new format, and we are interested in showing yeah. it to you guys. And maybe, you know, maybe we will want to release old episodes to YouTube. If you don't like that, if that you feel like that loses, like, some of the, the privileged status of being a member, let us know. Yeah. Like, just reach out to us. And, and us you, you know, think. just be a member. That would be great. Well, you are a member. You're here. Oh uh, Well, yes, we are, but we... Well, we had talked about sharing this one on the stream. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I'm talking to the world audience. Oh, yeah, to the potatoes. Yeah, to the potatoes out there. The, the lumpy it's, potatoes. No. They haven't been formed into <laughs> tots or... They haven't been fucking peeled yet. <laughs> that's uh, what happens when you sit on the couch with us. <laughs> we peel the layers back. That's right. We we get to what's at the root of it. Yeah, this is a therapeutic Tasty. show. Tasty potatoes. Yeah. We turn so, you into food and eat. Anyhow, yeah, we hope Fire you enjoy this show. If you like it, you can enjoy more of it at patreon.com slash green and faceless. Let's go. Let's you go do first. It. Yeah, you figure out that thing. I can't figure out that finagled timer thing. Uh-huh. All right. Ways. You have five minutes to pitch me a show. Oh, my God. This is easy. I'm going to pitch you a movie instead. It's called The Little Mermaid. No, not the 1990s uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, the live-action remake. Uh -huh. When has Disney ever failed you with a live-action remake? I mean, Every come on. No, no, no. I got five minutes here. Not, <laughs> not at all. They have never failed you. They've always been great. It's absolutely wonderful. You have Halle Bailey as Ariel. Um, this movie's getting a lot of flack because yeah. of, you know, Black Little Mermaid. That's yeah, not that's good. so stupid. She's great. She has a beautiful voice. She sings the songs well. Uh, her Eric is Jonah Howard King. Same thing. Pretty decent casting. Good songs. He gets his own song uh, that I don't remember in the animated movie. 
Um, that was interesting. Okay. Really good. It's probably um, not in there. No, I don't think it was. I, it seemed like it was. It was another one of those, like you know, in Beauty and the Beast, when Beast had his own song, and it was like, yeah. I love this. I actually really love that song. Dan Stevens was had a good. Dan Stevens has a good voice. Yeah, he was yeah. good. But uh, here, um, you also have the the. Uh, <laughs> don't think about it. Don't think about it. Uh, but what you have is the. It's they don't change the story too much. It's the same. Uh, you know, Ariel is a, a mermaid. She is the youngest princess of, of King Triton, played by Javier Bardem. Nice. Yes, All Javier right. Bardem. He's good. He, he does a great, uh, intimidating dad. And you get a little bit of, uh, more character from him that you don't get in the animation. Like, in the animation, it's kind of like, dude, you're just a bad father. Like, listen to your daughter, man. And this one, you get a little bit more of, like, this is his last daughter. He want you. Know, I mean, like he has. They're all still alive, but like you know, they've all kind of moved mm-hmm. on to what they're doing, and she is still the youngest. She's still under his, you know, his roof, if you will, like his say. And so he, you know, he kind of just wants to savor it, and yet she wants to leave so fucking badly. Uh-huh. She wants to go to the surface world and learn all this stuff. She loves the surface world. She gets right. all these souvenirs there's, and everything. There's songs about it. So many songs about it. And it's so good. It's so good. Um, <clears throat> but people who help her, her her closest friends, are people like Scuttle, uh, who in this uh-huh. is not a seagull, but a garnet. Or sorry, a gannet. A northern gannet. A northern gannet. And northern gannets, I found out after watching this movie and complaining about this. Um, I was wrong. They can go underwater for up to like five minutes. Wow. There's a whole scene where there's a bird talking and singing underwater. <laughs> That's exciting. That's very exciting. And you're and you're you could not just you couldn't you couldn't accept that when you're in the theater. No, but then when you no, got home, yeah, yeah, I found out it was a gannet, <laughs> not a seagull. It, it was something that can actually do this, so it made sense. And it's voiced by Aquafina. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know you have. I, I love okay. Hoppafina. She's great. Yeah. She gets her own song. It's called The Scuttlebutt. It's good. It's beautiful. Okay. Um, and Ursula is uh, um, Ursula is portrayed by Melissa McCarthy. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah, less screen time than I wanted from it, but wow. I, you know, I would have really loved to see more of Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Um, again. There's some complaints that it wasn't a drag queen. Right. Um, you know, the, the character is very iconic in that regard. Right. So, I understand. I understand where that one's coming from. Um, but Melissa McCarthy does do a decent job. Um, and uh, last but not least, I mean, there's there's two other important characters to talk about. There's David Diggs doing the voice of Sebastian, who, nice. in my opinion, was the best part of this movie. Uh, yeah. His Sebastian is great. And uh, Jacob Tremblay as Flounder. One minute. Okay. <laughs> Jacob Triple is Flounder. Um, a great looking CGI'd fish. <laughs> Trust me. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's, it's really good. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. You know, it's it it's it's a little it's slightly better than the animation. The animation oh, as okay. I me- as I oh. mentioned when we talked about it, yeah, you're playing foot movement and trying to distract I didn't me. Mean to. Yeah. Uh-huh. But no, the animation, as I mentioned, has some issues, and I feel like this, the live action, goes some length to make those issues feel a little more realistic. Like, there's more reason behind the decisions and stuff. Um, 
It's phenomenal. It's best. Oh, that's it. It's phenomenal. It's best. <laughs> what do you think? I have a very, very strong feeling that you're lying to me. Match or pass? I think I... I like while I'm sure that eventually I'll watch this movie. I have I have to pass. <laughs> there's there's no principle behind no. it. Like, I think I think like whoa I'm sinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, down. Anyhow, I think that the whole flack about the racial issues is 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 ridiculous. Yeah, well, definitely ridiculous. It's, it is a fantasy show, mm-hmm. and it's about. A person who lives under the sea. <laughs> yeah, with a fishtail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the only, like, thing that I could get on board with, argument against this movie-wise, is the Melissa McCarthy not being a drag queen. Right, thing. right. But I do think... <clears throat> they still... That uh, she was a good pick, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, she... I feel like she... Her and the makeup people like the crew that helped right. took a lot of inspiration from drag artists right. and creating the characters still. So it's like, they still brought drag influences to right. it. Um, and I'm sure that any of our friends out there that do drag hear us probably would be like, no, dude, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fair. I'm not as in, but, the, but you know, yeah. we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like steeped in the drag community that said I am in drag kind of like right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are, uh, it, you are figuring out your lifestyle yeah. in, in the best way possible. I think I'm, I think you're doing great. Yeah. I would love the drag community. Reach out to me, drag community. <laughs> so, uh, what did you really think about it? My real thoughts. Now that you rudely passed on it, <laughs> I don't know why you would want to pass. Um, it's not bad. It's it's all right. It's it really is kind of run of the run of the mill for their live action remakes. Like I'm on record as why why are we doing this? Like there's no reason to remake all these damn movies using so much CGI. Like it's it's still an animation in many sense. Right. So, it, like, it's very annoying. Flounder looks fucking ugly. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me hold on a second. While we have the time here, yes. let me pull this up. Oop, I, I typed in floundered. Floundered. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, boy. He's I so mean, ugly. he looks like a fish. He looks like a fish. That's true. But, like, oh, God. See, he could have been that, though. I know. Been that. That would have been fine. I would have been okay with this. That's cute, almost. Yes. This thing, that looks like Jacob Trimbley as a fish. <laughs> okay. Sorry, all right. Jacob. Come on the show, we'll have fun. I don't even think that's a flounder. No, it's um, ugly. It's anyways. ugly said. And and Alcofina as as uh, I'm gonna close it. Yeah. Alcofina as um Scuttlebutt. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Scuttle. Um it's oh it, it's fine. It's <laughs> it's it's an Aquafina performance. You know exactly what you're getting, like right. there's there's nothing new to it. It's not like uh her Ryan the Lash uh Dragon. Um, I loved her in that. Right. She's that was good. Yeah. Um, there was another one that she was in that I liked her in. Um, I, I can't remember. I don't know. Chung Chi. It seems like it. Oh, you did like her in that. Yeah, okay. I, didn't, I, I didn't mind her in that. I she thought was there really was good. some live action things. There's several live mm-hmm. action instances that I recall you being like, why yeah, is Renfield. she Yeah, Renfield. <laughs> Renfield wasn't the only one, though. Yeah, there's there's others. But, like, I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with Alfred. Like, <laughs> 
she's not bad. It's just she's performing exactly what you want from her, which right. is it's good. If that's what you want, that's great. Right. But, but it doesn't always necessarily fit the movie. It, no. It feels like a more like a producer I mean, opinion. It, yeah. And like it, it fit this character is. because that is what Scuttle was in the animation. It was this right. very loud, like, I don't know what that is, man. That's a, that is a doo-hopper, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. And it's the exact same, but with Alcofina's kind of attitude. So it's it's it makes sense. It's kind of just somebody confidently telling you things that they just don't know anything just about. Don't know. <laughs> and and it, for whatever reason, that works for Aquafina. I'm not insinuating anything. It just she pulls that like kind of brash confidence off really well as this character. But that said, is still whenever Scuttle showed up, I was like, oh god, oh god. And then they gave her a song. <laughs> they gave her a freaking song, and like the whole the whole time, my jaw was in my lap. I'm just like what like it's literally just her like a bird shaking its butt going like you do the scuttle butt scuttle butt oh no have you ever seen the music man uh, yes yeah yeah oh, the shapoopy, shapoopy, man. shapoopy. I hate the fucking shapoopy. Oh, that's hard to get oh. <laughs> all right i think it's my turn to pitch yeah i think i gave it uh two stars two and a half stars somewhere around there gotcha. it's it's that kind of a it's yeah. it's okay yeah it's fine. Gotcha. You said it was better than the animation, which I understand well, because the plot of the animation yeah. is is problematic at best. Yeah, yeah. And it, uh, this feels a little more like she's a young adult. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here we go. I have five minutes. Here, you look, look at that. You tell me when there's a minute left. I gotta go. Uh, I'm gonna talk about a real winner um, that I I feel like is almost cheating. Adventure Time. That's alright. I gotta long, cheat myself. The long <laughs> running cartoon from Cartoon Network that uh, stars John DiMaggio as Jake the Dog and Jeremy uh, Shada as Finn the Human. This is a... Um, a post-apocalypse Hey, that's fantasy. your opinion, man. Uh, I watched the whole thing. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> it is very much after uh, a nuclear slash demonic event happens. Nice. That uh, causes the whole world to get fucked up and mutated. And now there's like candy people and berry people and all sorts of other things like blob people. And, dogs and uh, also Tom Kenny plays an ice king and he's got a magical crown that gives him these ice abilities. Tell the kids who Tom um, Kenny is just in case Tom you know. Kenny is SpongeBob if you didn't know. And he also Sorry, is a lot of point. other <laughs> things. <laughs> I forgot that's part of that. <laughs> Um, so also the Ice King is like, he starts out being like their main nemesis, but yeah. then also beca- becomes their friend. <laughs> and your favorite character. He's, he's like a very pitiful Vegeta type character. I love him. <laughs> yes, he is the best. I fucking love Ice King. Uh, he is a little problematic in the way that he treats women though, particularly princesses. Basically everyone who rules a kingdom is a princess in this world. And uh, that's funny because eventually Ice King starts writing fan fiction that's a gender bend of the whole world yes. called uh, uh, Fiona and Cake. Oh, my God. Yeah. And um, that's all wonderful, too. 
And uh, it basically, Ice King loves to kidnap princesses, and a lot of the early adventures are Jake and Finn getting the princesses back from that. Uh, princess Bubblegum is like the main princess, her uh, played by Hendon Wa- uh, Walsh. And uh, she's like also a scientist, and you learn that she's been alive for like forever. Nice. Since the event happened. Yeah, 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 of course. And uh, another character that is m- probably my favorite character is this their little robot roommate named Bimo, and they also play video games on his face. Yes. Um, and that is played by Nikki Yang, and she also plays uh, Rainicorn who is Finn's girlfriend who only speaks Korean and is a <laughs> giant rainbow unicorn. Hell yes. Yeah. And uh, you get to meet her family and eventually they have puppies that are both magic dog and... Nice. Uh, yeah. And you also find out that maybe Jake isn't a magic dog. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> it gets real weird. Uh, a big, big bad guy throughout the series is the lich the lich um he kind of causes that big apocalyptic event yes and all uh keeps on trying to bring it back there's like these big heroes in the background like billy the warrior who helped defeat the lich in the past and uh there's this book called the uh economicon or something like that i forget but it, there's like all this great like fantasy stuff that's like a slight reference, but goofballed into like what soft. Oh my god! <laughs> um, uh, so there's just like all this like great background lore for this really really goofy cartoon. Hell yeah! And uh, it's always fun to watch. Sometimes it gets super serious, and they deal with shit, and it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the mechanics of the world kind of blow my mind a little bit sometimes because it's silly, but it's thought out. Yeah, yeah. And um, also, Finn dates a uh, flame princess at one time, played by Jessica DeSinto. Uh, just so you know, and I left out a whole bunch of other characters. And we probably got names wrong for those people right. out there. Yeah, a lot of voice actors that yeah. I, I, you don't really, that you don't really hear them uh, given accolades. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So sorry if we if we get names wrong. Right. We do that on this show. <laughs> yeah. <we do> that. <laughs> this is an easy mash, smash, mash, smash, uh, mash, smash, mash, smash. Right. smash. I got one. I got no, one. I've watched a lot of it. This show already. I haven't ever finished it, but I'm happy that that was like confirmed thing because that was always my opinion was that it was just a nuclear apocalypse. Right. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. It's fucking crazy and goofy, and it, you know, it's it's exactly what I want from an animation, which is goofy, but it can get serious and pull the rug out from under you. Yes. And you're just like, oh fuck. It's like Futurama still has like the best episode ever of doing that Jurassic Park. That fucking, uh, that episode hurts. Yeah, like yeah. But but yeah, I was, I, Adventure Time does that enough that it's it's wonderful. So yes, it is a wonderful wonderful show. Uh, I think after it was all said and done, and they made all of their goofy shit make so much sense to this world, uh, that I think it's a perfect show. It gets uh, a face and a half. 
and uh, I will watch it again. I could turn it on again tomorrow at the very beginning. Fuck. Um, <clears throat> there are these specials. Uh, so, oh, another th- thing that happens during the run of the show in the latter seasons, they'll cut out a chunk of it that is a, a grand adventure, like a four to six episode arc, right? And uh, that was all really fun when they started doing that. And that's how a lot of the stuff gets explained and yeah. stuff like that. It's very Doctor Who-y. Yeah. And then um, after the show was over, they came back with uh, four or six specials. I can't remember. But they were all – they were 46 minutes long each. Jeez. And the first one was just BMO. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and it was great. And the uh, the next one – Finn and Jake are dead. Oh. And it's the afterlife. Oh. And they're trying, and, and, and Finn is trying to find Jake. And it's actually really great. That's amazing, though. Um, next one is Marceline. Oh, Marceline the Vampire Queen. Yeah. Oh, I forget about her. I was going to say, you also got to give recognition to Pendleton Ward for the whole damn thing. Yes, that is true. That is very true. And also, Lumpy Space Princess. They're yeah. amazing, too. That's, uh, that's, that, his voice. that's his yeah. voice, yeah. And um, Marceline is Olivia Olsen. I don't remember what the other two or others... Oh, one of them was about uh, Wizard City and Peppermint Butler going to Wizard School. Oh, fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, I believe it is your turn yep. again. Yep, figure out the fangled <laughs> device. It's fangled, you got five minutes, tell me. My victorious decision here. I, I can waste time on this one because it's easy. It's Spider-Man <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, currently, my favorite movie of the year. Um, yeah. It's going to be hard to wow. knock down. I've seen it twice now. I went back to the theaters. I was going to go wow. see um, the new Pixar movie, Elementals. But I was just like, you know what? That's going to be out on Disney Plus in probably two or three <laughs> months. I'll watch it then. Yeah. And so I'm going to watch Across the Spider-Verse again because fuck yeah. <laughs> um, Across the Spider-Verse. It takes up pretty much not too long after Into the Spider-Verse. Um, you know, maybe like a year or two later. Miles is doing great as Spider-Man. He's he, he's voiced by uh, Shameik Moore. Um, he's going up. He's, you know, he's... Uh, He's more confident in himself, more confident in his abilities. He knows he is Spider-Man. He can do what yeah. Spider-Man can it's not do. not just like a Spider-Man in no. training. He is Spider-Man. He is Spider-Man. And he's doing pretty good, except he's kind of hurting in school a bit. Uh, and on his way to a, a parent-teacher conference kind of thing, uh, his parents are waiting for him, and the counselor's just like, he's late again. Uh, and yeah. meanwhile... Uh, Miles Morales, he's fighting, uh, he's watching a, a new villain that he's never met, come across before, um, raid a gas station kind of thing, like a convenience store. He's raiding a convenience store. <laughs> that threw he's, me off. He's, he's raiding a convenience yes. store. Yes. And that, that, uh, that villain is Spot, um, uh, who comes, I won't say how, where he comes from. Um, he, I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, but he, Spot has this interdimensional ability. He has all okay. these spots all over him and he can put them on things, reach through them and go to a new area. So like it, it, what he's trying to do is he goes to that convenience store, puts a spot on the ATM machine, oops, ATM, and he uh, is trying to reach through there to get all the cash. Problem is 
at this point in the movie, Spot doesn't really know his abilities that well, and so he's kind of struggling to get the exact location of the cache. It's like he'll he'll go into the hole, and his hand pops out and grabs a yoo-hoo, and he's like, "Fuck, dang it, that's not what I wanted." And uh, Miles well, tries to. Would they be able to tell it was cold? <laughs> but Miles tries to, uh, you know, he tries to stop this. It's kind of humorous what happens, things that ensue. Um, Miles isn't really taking it too seriously. He's like, "You're just a villain of the week, bud. Like, yeah. you know, this is gonna be fun." And uh, turns out that Spot doesn't like being called villain of the week. That kind of gets to him a bit. Um, it gets under his skin, if you will. And uh, I'm not condiment. I am not. Yeah, I am not villain of the week material. He is a super villain, and he has a big bad super villain plan. Um, in the process of this plan unfolding, um, you know, Miles has been missing his friends, Peter B. Parker, voiced by Jake Johnson, yeah. and uh, uh, Gwen Stacy, voiced by Haley Steinfeld, Hawkeye's a uh, Hawk girl, whatever you want to call her in the Hawkeye uh, show. You mean? Kate Bishop. Thank you. That's her name. <laughs> yes. Uh, does great. All three of them are great, beautiful voice actors here. And then Jason Schwartzman does the spot, which is hilarious. Jason Schwartzman's always great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they visit again. They haven't visited him at all. Um, but they when they visit, they have these little bands that allow them to just like travel across, you know, the multiverse. And, you know, Miles is a little bit like, if you have this ability, why haven't you come said hello to me? Like, I thought you guys were my friends. I don't really have friends here. One minute. One minute. And, uh, you know, that's that causes trouble. Um, he follows them um, across the multiverse, like trying to uh, um, fix issues that have happened with Spot. And, uh, you know, across the multiverse, he comes across uh, Pavita Prabarker. Played by Karen Sony, known as Spider-Man <laughs> India. Okay. Um, he is that is uh, um, Karen Sony, the voice actor, is uh, Dopender from yes, the Deadpool yes. movies. Fucking great! I love okay. Pavita Pavarkar. I'm sorry <laughs> if I'm saying that wrong. I probably am. Yeah. Um, he's great. He's probably one of my favorite things about the movie. Um, everything's beautiful. Like really, everything's beautiful. And um, I really want to see just him. Now. Yeah. Oh, and when he gets across, uh, you know, I won't wait. I won't spend the last of my minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you won't spend the last of it because it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, okay. Yeah. I I give it a mash. Hell yeah. 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 I'm. I think you're right. My real thoughts on it. I'm Your not lying. Thoughts. Everything's everything's the greatest Good. Uh, when he goes across what I was going to say there um, when, he, when he goes across multiverses I need to talk about some of the Spider-Men that he meets because uh, he meets a society of Spider-Men right. who are trying to preserve the web the, the, okay. you know, the multiversal web of, of Spider-Men um, the leader of this is played by Oscar Isaac he is playing Miguel O'Hara Spider-Man 2099 oh nice so yeah he's in charge um <laughs> You know, and Miguel has he he's like a ninja vampire. He's got like a crazy little backstory, and it's just like into the Spider Verse where they go onto these quick, like exposition heavy, like backstory details right. for all the characters, and it's just as fun as Into the Spider Verse was. Better animation, which is like impossible to believe. Um, it is. It needs to be said that a lot of animators did quit this movie because of rough conditions oh. um they said it was really hard to do a lot of the stuff that was being asked of them so that is important to say but they literally bled for this project and it shows it's fucking beautiful 
So to the people who had to leave, I'm sorry that the conditions were rough, but your efforts are fucking noticed because this movie is amazing in in regards to its animation. Specifically, um, in my opinion, the animation of two specific characters, um, Hobie Brown, Spider-Punk. Hobie Brown is voiced by Daniel Kaluuya. he doesn't like Spider-Punk. He doesn't like Spider-Punk, I I guess. Yeah. In in this movie, he doesn't really seem to care too much. He doesn't like non-conformity kind of stuff, but yeah, it's just like... Whatever's against the grain, he loves that. Yeah. Um, but he's voiced by Daniel Kaluuya, and he is nice. probably the best thing about this movie, in my opinion. I love Hobie Brown. He's fucking hilarious. And the animation around him is good. It's so cool. Like, I really loved how all these, like, different animation styles blend so perfectly together. Oh, that's really Including live action. There's even some live what? action moments that just feel natural. Like, there's a, a moment where they visit the Venomverse. Um, very small. It's, like, literally just, like, a less than, like, two-minute scene. But it's kind of, it's just funny. It's, like, it's, it's just a funny scene they didn't need to have, but they did have it because it's a Sony movie, and Sony needs to remind you we have this other thing. Yeah, yeah. please um, watch our movies. <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't feel shoehorned in, though. You know, it feels yeah. it feels natural. It feels like part of the, the humor of Phil Lord and Chris... Uh, Oh, I'm going to get his name wrong. I want to say, yeah, Chris Miller. Christopher Miller. Um, those guys are amazing. Like, everybody knows by now that Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, they do good good stuff. They've been nonstop, like, the, the Lego Batman movie and the Lego movie. Um, okay. Like, yeah, these guys are just, you know, they've become cinema gold in regards to what they can do. Um, well, specifically in animation. But this movie, easily four stars. Um, oh, and the other animation, because I said they did it with two characters, I forgot. Uh, Gwen Stacy. Oh, nice. Uh, Gwen Stacy, it, her colors in the movie are very predominantly trans colors. It's light blue and, and pink. Like, all of her animation is always like that. She's nice. got a trans flag in her room. So it's just like the animation, the animators and Gwen Stacy, you know, even, you know, it's possible that, you know, there's a lot of rumors that her character's trans female. I don't think so. I think it's still, you know, even just as an ally, that is important. Yeah. And just having her animation style be that, having her have a flag in her room, her father, who is a, um, you know, Captain Stacy of the police, yes. he's got a flag on his uniform. Oh, like, nice. Yeah, it's it's nice just seeing that in this world there's allies, too. Yeah. So, like, it's, oh, it's so fucking good. I love That's this really movie. Good. And it ends on a cliffhanger. Oh, shit. Yeah. They're setting There's up a great trilogy. And I'm excited for it, man. All right. So well, it is a mash, as I've already said. Uh, I think it is time for a quick water pop break. Indeed. What do you think? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. We will be right back after these commercial messages. <laughs> I love you. Okie dokie. Artichokey. I think we're back. Back attack. Okay, now we're actually back. And I'm here to talk to you. I gotta start a timer first. Oh, yeah, you cheater. Don't cheat. I don't like cheating. I got five minutes. And I am going to describe to you. I got really loud there. (laughs) I am going to uh, try to convince you to watch the television series called Grimm. Now, you might be like, ooh, is that like the Grim Reaper or something? No, thanks. Brothers Grimm. 
Thank you. Thank the Brothers Grimm. That's where I go first. Yeah, that's where you go first. Okay, well, I was just trying to play a little, but that's all right. That's all right, yeah. Um, anyhow, Nick Burkhard, a, um, <laughs> a Portland police officer, detective, yes. finds out that he is a descendant of the Brothers Grimm who are uh, able to see these people that are also creature-esque. Ooh. Okay, yes. so... Is this Portland, uh, Oregon? They Portland, call Portland, Oregon. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and I might even be wrong in that. It might... I, I, sometimes it's in Seattle. I don't remember. Oh, no. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, Nick Burkhart, did I say that he's played by David... Uh, Giuntoli. I didn't say that because I've never had that in my mouth before. <laughs> uh, his partner's name is Hank Griffin, uh, played by Russell Hornsby, and he knows nothing about it. Police in fact, partner? his police partner. Oh, yes. Uh, he is dating uh, a woman named Juliet. Juliet Silverton, played by uh, Elizabeth Tulak, and um, <clears throat> they are they are living together. They're long term. In fact, at the beginning, they're like thinking about getting engaged and nice. stuff. But he starts acting weird because this shit all of a sudden happens to him. Like he, he never saw the shit before, and all of a sudden he's seeing it everywhere. And there's all these different creatures, like hex and beasts that are like witches. Uh, blue button that are kind of like werewolves, but there's all different kind of like ca uh, canated, you know what I'm trying Canadian to say. Things. Canadian things. And um, one of the Canadian things is Monroe, who becomes his best friend and the person who really introduces him to this world of Vesson, which are these creatures. There's also ice beavers. They're like, oh. they're like beavers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're always scared and stuff. <laughs> and uh, one of their uh, name is Bud, played by Danny uh, Bruno. And he's just like the sweetest little fix-it guy. And when he f so when they get emotional, they show themselves. It's called voguing in the show. Nice. And uh, when they do that, you know, Nick's able to see. But they're also able to see that he's a grim, like his eyes turn pitch black to Ooh. these people. So they're always freaking out whenever they figure out that he's a grim, and then running away with from him or attacking them if they're a more vicious uh, type of Vesson. Gotcha. And uh, so he ends up killing a whole lot of people and, uh, you know, eventually has to bring Hank in on it. Also, his captain, Sean Renard is uh, sometimes a villain and is also a Vesson. And that's played by Sasha uh, Royas. And um, there's also S Sergeant Wu, who's a big part of their crime-solving team, played by Reggie Lee. Nice. And uh, Reggie Lee and Russell Hornsby, I don't think, get enough screen time or credit in the show. They... Um, they have some fun bits. I think they're both talented people. Thank you. And they don't quite get an, uh, enough in there. That's one thing that I say against the show, which I'm not supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be pitching you know, it to It helps. It helps. Uh, I also want to talk to you 
uh, about uh, Rosalie Calvert, who's played by Brie Turner and eventually marries Monroe. And she runs this spice shop that they use quite often to make like little poultices and potions and stuff nice. like that. That's and that's, fun. Yeah. And that's a fun element of the show. Uh, and uh, there's also like uh, telekinesis and stuff going on, <laughs> and like pro- uh, prophecies and keys that lead to treasures in the middle of the Black Forest. Oh, that's cool! And um, what else is in this show? Uh, that's enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a qualifying question? Yes. How CW-ish is this show? You're trying to figure out like how will this help sway me? Very. Um, it's very Monster of the Week. Ooh, okay, that does hurt it a bit. Um, I still think I have interest. I still think it's a mash. Um, nice. Yeah, it's, I like this, like, weird, like, Charmed yeah. is, like, one of my favorite shows. Like, you yeah. know, it's like, I like that kind of weird out High there. High concepts. Yeah. Thing. And yeah. Monster of the Week does hurt, but every now and then you just kind of need right. Monster of the Week right. shows. It's very, I will say it was a lot of fun to have on the background while we played Civ and stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good not to take it too seriously because there are like storylines that pop up that seem like they don't go anywhere until somebody's like, Hey, I was trying to do something like with this and it's like season six. So we better get going. <laughs> um, <laughs> I get the ball rolling on this one. <laughs> Doomsday's a thing. We uh, end this show. But yeah, it, I do think they're really creative with, uh, you know, making all these different creatures and stuff and coming up with names with them like they use spanish names and stuff and you know like they explain that he has this like big family tree out there that's been thinned out over the years by differing organizations within the vests and it's there's a lot of lore to it so that part's fun is he related to the grims yes he is a long time descendant from them so uh and and like these they weren't the first either but their name has become so popular that in Western culture, anyways, they the the people that are able to see are called Grims. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. I give it a face, a full face. I did enjoy watching it. There are some problems, and it can be very silly. But not a hundred percent full face, just a face. Just a face. Yes. All righty. I, I did like it. My turn yet again here. Here we go. You got five minutes on the clock. Oh my goodness. Uh, this is fun. It's The Flash. Um, a lot of a lot of controversy surrounding this movie going in, and I was happy Might to see it. Might make it a hard sell. It could make it a hard sell, but I think what sells is the fact that I walked away happy. I came out actually like, that was fun. Like, it was, uh, it's on par with, um, it's, it's way over Aquaman. Like, you know, okay. but it's not like Wonder Woman level, okay. you know, it's just underneath those areas where it's like, it's, it's just fun. It seems like, you know, James Gunn, like given everything that he said about it and everything, you know, he seems like he's trying to sell the movie. And of course he's the new president of this project, right? Uh, co-president. So it's like, of course he's going to try to sell his movie, but it does actually seem like it clears things up for him to just clean the slate and just be like, this is the gun universe now. You know, it's got no ties. It's got some ties. Maybe some actors will come back. But, you know, this is this is it. This is like the, the capstone to the Snyderverse. And right. it has just as much fun and, like, circular storytelling as you would want from something that finishes the Snyderverse. You got Andy Muschietti directing. 
after a long list of directors got like you know changed in and out. Um, Andy Muschietti, he did the, the It movies, um, yeah. so he jumped from there to here, and he handles it pretty well. He got he the action's fine. Um, there's a lot of really good action. Um, the story is Ezra Miller plays the Flash, as we know, um, and the Flash is at the beginning pretty much struggling with the fact that he is kind of a useless Justice League member. They call him in to do cleanup. Uh, At the beginning, Batman calls him in to handle a a building exploding, and it's a hospital, and Batman's like, I've already got everything cleared out, but they couldn't move the newborns. And so, you know, Barry's first job, and it's a very hilarious, like, opening intro scene uh, that's in slow motion, is Barry... Having to catch all of these newborn babies from an exploding building. Yikes. You know, he's going he's going as fast as he can. Right. Everything's Breaking in slow all motion. Yeah, well I mean he, it shows <laughs> him like literally like doing all the physical things possible to be like as quiet and careful as possible, bringing them into the speed force and everything so that it's like wow. it, it all makes sense. He puts one of them in a microwave. I don't oh, know why. No. It's weird. But, <laughs> but it's kinda of funny. <laughs> But, like, that's how he's feeling right now. He's feeling kind of useless in a way. Like, you know, he's he's a detective. And yet, the Justice League already has a detective in the form of Batman, the world's greatest detective. Yeah. So it's just like, but what he, is his... Is he not much of a scientist? He is a scientist, too. Okay. So, like, there's, there's a lot to Barry, but he right. just feels very unneeded you know he's kind of the joke character too he you know he he makes a lot of jokes and he acknowledges that he is like the jokey person Mm -hmm. and uh you know he he wants to like the big thing is he wants to resolve what's going on with his dad right now his dad's about to come up for um parole parole well there's also new evidence too that might relieve his father be like his father was elsewhere when the murder of his of barry's mom happened his father could be innocent um sadly that that footage that you know this new footage that they've got this evidence doesn't really pan out and so it's not looking good for his dad so barry's just feeling in a bad place he goes running and in his running he goes into time you know he he enters the chrono ball or whatever they call it and uh in there you know he runs he he runs back in time and goes to a place where his mom's still alive and he goes i can do something with this And uh, I thought they were gonna be yeah. that. bad things happen because yeah. he changes the universe and there's a you know he goes he, he goes back to the future but he doesn't go far enough he goes to a time where he there is still another Barry Allen and oh. so he's he's disrupted the whole future of everything and now and now this Barry gets new powers and so different powers uh, no he, he sorry he gets the same powers but he's got powers whereas our Barry doesn't. And so our Barry, who knows the Speed Force, has to kind of, you know, teach Rookie Barry how to use the Speed Force because he's got to fix everything because he's really fucked up big because Batman is now Michael Keaton and is no longer Ben Affleck. (laughs) And that's so bad. That's so awful. It's not that bad, but he's got to fix it. (laughs) I'm not going to rush out to the theater, but I do want to watch it because I... For one, I know it's going to kickstart this new verse that they're going to be doing. Mm. Uh, at the very least, it seemed like Tom Gunn is James Woody, Gunn. James Gunn. <laughs> Top Gunn? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems like he it, it wants to use this as a jumping off point. Yeah, and I will say, so you're saying it's a mash? 
I'm saying it's a match. Hell yeah. Yes. I, 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 I feel like you might have been distracted. No, I was a little distracted, but yeah. I, I still was serious about it. It was, okay. it was actually, it was actually good. Um, I will say without ruining the movie, I don't think he's using it as a jumping off point. I think okay. he's using it as a capstone. Gotcha. He's like, this is the end of the Snyderverse. My verse will be entirely different, okay. like universe. Okay. We're not going back to because the movie ends with Barry. Uh, not to spoil things, he goes back to what's supposed to be his timeline. Things that you see there... Grant Gustin's there. I would love love to tell you that that's the case. I would love to tell you that that's the case. Um, But things in that time, at the end of this movie, I don't think will be carrying over to the James Gunn universe. I think he's going to be creating his own universe. He might still be recasting The Flash. Well, he he said that he liked the movie. He did like the movie. He did say that. Yeah. To sell it. I'm still... To <laughs> Maybe he actually liked it. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I don't want to speak for that. I man. do feel like my main setback is that Ezra Miller there's, did some shit. Yeah, there's some controversy there. And, and you know, if it's going to be uh, like, you know, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with that controversy. I understand that Ezra Miller's trying to help themselves. Right. Uh, going through therapy and everything. There is a literal joke in this movie of Ezra Miller talking to somebody about um, the Justice League. And he's just like, the Justice League, you know, we've got a, a you know, an insurance. So we got like a, a health, you know, a mental health network. But it's really not that good. Trust me, I know. Uh-huh. And I was just like, ooh. There, there's so many jokes that are made, like, that feel meta. But I'm just like, I don't know. That's in good taste, man. Like. Uh-huh. It feels it feels very weird. Um, Somebody thought it would be a good yeah. It's like yeah, we'll just. But I mean, even the baby this. in the microwave that, that I talked about, like oh, it's it's funny when it happens because it's just like, did he just put a baby in a microwave? What's going on with this movie? Like it's it's really funny. But then like when he lands and everything, you know, he brings all the babies down and everybody's fine and happy. The the microwave dings, which as somebody pointed out, that means that. In putting them in the microwave, even though it's not connected to anything, he still hit the buttons. <laughs> so Barry's, Barry, even though the, we, he knew that the microwave wouldn't cook or anything, he still did it. <laughs> like, it's really weird. That's but so funny. It is a funny scene. Oh. I wish I had better. It's biggest issue. There's there's a lot of issues. Um, they bring back Michael Shannon as uh, Zod. I liked him as Zod. That's Michael Shannon was fine in yeah. Man of Steel. Um, they don't really use him that much. He's kind so of just in the backward. Yeah, and it's just like it, it's to deliver a third act finale that is interesting. It's still flawed. Right. And uh, um, the thing I will give them credit for is giving an annoying Barry Allen an even younger and even more annoying Barry <laughs> Allen really helps his character develop. It makes him realize this is how annoying I am. (laughs) Yeah. And he realizes that throughout this whole movie, he's just like, am I really this bad? I definitely might need to seek some kind of help. Like I might, you know, this might be why my team uses me to clean things up because I just annoy them all the fucking time. (laughs) Like it's, it's really, it, it is a good decision. But uh, his biggest flaw that I was I was going to talk about before I talked about Michael Shannon, I messed up. He's not the biggest flaw. Um, <laughs> the biggest flaw is the CGI. Uh, no. It looks awful. That's that's yeah. Awful. There's so many moments they go into the chronosphere 
and like they try to do like 300 like CGI effects, and I hate oh. the 300 CGI effects. Like, no offense, Zack it, Snyder, but it, it worked for that movie. It, 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 it did, I guess, work for that movie. I still think that those effects look ugly as sin. And here, it even looked uglier. Like, whenever he goes in that chronosphere, everything is CGI and it looks stupid. And I'm just like, oh, why? Like, it, it as oh, no. I read, I read a hilarious statement from one of the visual effects artists, which was, if it looks like it was done in a week, it was. Oh, no. <laughs> and so it was just like, oof, you don't oh, want to hear no. that kind of stuff. Well, I I did hear there was a lot of back and forth, a lot of production oh, yeah. hell on this. One. Yeah, people were people were changing things <laughs> left and right. Um, you know, they're trying to get Christian Bale to come back. He didn't want to come back. Michael Keaton is great. He does yeah. come back as Batman. Does a great job. Ben Affleck. He said it. Before, uh, he said it in a podcast that he finally nailed the Batman role. I agree. He did an amazing Batman in this movie. Nice. It was actually really fun. Like, I mean, it's That's mostly great. just talk. Like, yeah. you know, he doesn't do a lot of action. It's mostly just his voice over a comic. But kind of he thing. is a detective. Yeah. Like, I feel like we lack that part of Batman a lot yeah. in these newer movies. I hope James Gunn. Yeah. I did it right this time. <laughs> James Gunn makes yeah. more detective. Because Robert Pattinson's is yeah. very detective y, and I love it. Like, yeah. it's very brutal and That noir. is getting a second one, right? Yeah, it is. It's going to be its own verse. That's okay. its own little bubble world. It's not going to be part of James Gunn's. Um, I don't think for those out there who have seen the Flash movie or for those who don't, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for you. They do reveal a Batman at the end that is not Bruce, uh, that is not Ben Affleck or, uh, Michael Keaton. And so it signifies that, you know, while Barry might have fixed the timeline, he is still altered the timeline of his world. Um, I won't spoil who that Batman is, but I will say I do not think that that's the Batman James Gunn's going for. Okay. So I think uh, there's a lot of people out there who are like, is this James Gunn's Batman? I'm like, I don't I don't think so. I think it was just a funny thing for the end of the movie, <laughs> and they're going to start with a completely new Batman for his universe. Um, but I give it three stars. It, it, it surprised me. It was good. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. So I think we got two each. You're done. Uh, I got the home field advantage here, I guess. Uh-huh. And um, I got five minutes. So I'm going to talk to you about Amazon Prime's period uh, comedy <laughs> called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So... The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is about a comedian, as they call her, uh, back starting her career back in the late 50s. Uh, and this character is played by Rachel uh, Brosnahan. 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 Uh, and she plays Miriam Midge Maisel. And Midge is, in the beginning, married to Joel Maisel played by Michael Zegan, and he leaves her to go be with his secretary. Uh, that doesn't last very long. But, you know, Midge has a breakdown. Yeah. And she runs down in her slip and robe and slippers down uh, to the nightclub called The Gaslight, ran by Susie Meyerson. Uh, played by Alex uh, Borstein. Yes. And, yeah, uh, uh, 
Yes. Um, Louise. Lois. Lois. Thank you. Family Guy's Lois. From Family Guy. Peter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, also, when we were kids, they were on Mad TV. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and in the Catwoman movie. Oh, fuck. Um, so, anyhow, I, I love them in this. Susie Meyerson is a very, very masculine presenting woman. Nice. And she is very tough, uh, likes to wear men's clothing and leather jackets. She has this, like, newsboy cap to start off with. Uh, she's a great character. And anyhow, Mitch has this breakdown, goes down to the club, and then just gets up there and starts improv comedy talking about how her husband left her for <laughs> his secretary. And it's amazing. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And it ends with her flashing the audience and she gets arrested. <laughs> and... um I believe Susie bails her out in that scene, but I'm not entirely sure. She also meets Lenny Bruce very early on, who is a real-life comedian. Uh, Lenny is played by Luke Kirby in the show, and he, he pops in and out, sometimes lover, I will spoil that, of Midge Maisel. And uh, she keeps the name uh, Maisel. For Mrs. Maisel, because she was always hap very happy with that name change. Um, it, it changed from Weissman. And that brings me to her family, <laughs> the Weissmans. They are amazing. Uh, Abe Weissman is played by Tony Schaubhalb. Shaloub. Shaloub, thank you. Monk. From Monk. And he is amazing. And I'm a big fan. I should know how to say your name, so I, I apologize. Him. I love him. He's so hilarious. I, I've... I've never seen a part that I've disliked from him because he's also just extremely talented. Yeah. Like, he can do both comedy and make you very, very sad. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> he's an amazing monarch, uh, not monarch, patriarch in this family. Uh, and he, uh, you know, at first is very much feels like he's in that role, the patriarch, the bar boss of the family. Yeah. And his arc is, you know, letting go of that, becoming proud of his daughter and stuff like that. This it takes Rose even longer, uh, his wife, to be proud of Miriam because she kind of elates her career to prostitution. Oh, no. uh, but Marion Hinkle plays Rose, uh, and she is just uh, a beautiful woman, and she has lived her whole life to be oh, a man. beautiful woman. You know, she's very classic housewife. This event of Miriam becoming a comedian totally flips the Weissman's life upside down to where they become homeless at one point. Oh, shit. They, um, uh, eventually Abe becomes a theater critic and, uh, Rose ends up running a, um, matchmaking company. Hell yeah. So like they, they all start to follow their dreams because Midge started following hers. That's great. You're helped on this one, I think. There's another show that has a very similar title okay. that's going on right now, and I always get them mixed up. I can't mm. remember what that other show is at all. Okay. But I think this is the one that my friends at work have been telling me to watch. I see. Um, 
Is it on only four seasons or whatever? Like it's, it's got, I think six. Okay. I think the sixth one. It just it it just finished. It had yeah. its final season. Very satisfying ending. Was the season before that a bit of a slump? I can't remember. I know my friend. Hmm. I know one friend who's been. It might only be that. four seasons, but I'm trying to think. I don't know. I wouldn't say so. Okay, I can't remember that. My one friend who has been recommending the show. Has, uh, has been telling me, you know, she's like, oh, it's so good. The last season kind of sucked, but this season was great. You know, she really, really had, like, it just, the last season just came out. Right. Soon, yes. It just, just finished. Okay. So I think it would be this show. And, okay. And for that, I reason, could see I why mash. some people might, well, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, that means I win, but I will say that I do actually very much like this show. Nice. There are some problems, uh, like, there's stuff that happens in the second season that seem like they're going to be a big, deal and just don't matter in the third season yeah. and um that kind of happens into the the fourth season as well but by that time it makes sense like it's uh it, it just just because practically because she is a woman she keeps on getting crapped on yeah and her career keeps on like rising and then crashing because she won't do something or yeah. she did something that was seen as uh, lewd or something wrong yeah. exactly and um, it ends with both her and Susie being very famous nice and uh, Susie is a, a world famous manager at the end of it has yeah. managed a whole bunch of people uh, like they list they list, uh, I think Jeremy Irons is on the list. <laughs> Hell yeah. And like just all a whole bunch of people, like people who are begging to go work with her. And she's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Irons is in uh, The Flash. They bring oh, his Alfred back. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. I did actually like him as Alfred. Yeah, I think he's, still, he's still great. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I give it, I give it 100% of full face. Uh yeah, I did really enjoy it, though. It is nice to be able to watch something and know that you're both going to laugh really hard about it and maybe cry a little bit. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like it. It's yeah, so yeah. good. It's so good. Because, like, you feel really feel for Midge, even though she is a pampered little rich girl. <laughs> uh, also, like, the... the uh, both the families are all Jewish, so you do learn a lot about Jewish culture, nice. especially in the uh, the mid century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! I think we did a show. We did it. That's been it's been fun. Uh, Blake's ahead. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> running totals, running totals. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I guess that means I won the last two. <laughs> it's like it's bowling rules when you get to the tenth. Frame. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. Oh yeah. That's it. You are the faceless Leon. <laughs> and, stretchiest experiment on Earth. Yes, and they are the green traveler from Gorsh. It's so hard for my brain to do. <laughs> <laughs> good riddance. <laughs> and good night. <laughs>